Fucking 32. Dirty 32. Dirty 32. Dirty 2. Dirty 2. Yeah, there it is. Dirty 2. Dirty 2. Dirty 2. Dirty 2. Man, it's, it's so great that for 30, you could just say dirty all the time. You can say, we're going to say for the next couple episodes. Pretty sure I said it last episode. Probably. I like uh, Lordy Lordy. Look who's turning 40. Well,. Well, come on, don't spoil okay, sorry, that I don't one. Spoil don't spoil cool. that one. Yeah, the only the only thirty that doesn't work is three. I feel like just there's nothing good. Dirty, dirty three, dirty three. Oh, just dirty, doesn't work. Dirty B, dirty, dirty B. Dirty B. I like it. <laughs> so yeah, I got a dirty butt. <laughs> well, I got. I just gotta remind Paul what this reminds me of. Uh-huh. Uh, that classic saying uh, between two friends. That's just <laughs> what what I do. <laughs> what? That's something uh, Dom and I came up with one night. I don't know. We're what just we're like real about. sad about the world. <laughs> and we're just we're just saying that when when white dudes get their way in a room in a room full of white dudes, they just look at each other and go, "That's just what whitey do." <laughs> yeah, they just like screw what? over people, and they're like. Rich and laugh like you murder someone, <laughs> and then you're just like, "That's it. That's well, just what Whitey do." Yeah, maybe, maybe that that is a that is what Whitey do sometimes. I think it's probably more. <laughs> I think it's probably more somber when they murder someone. They're just like, "Well, that's just what Whitey do." They just that's just what Whitey do. Forget Whitey it. do. <laughs> yeah, they're angry about it. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to put it. Going off of the the thirty thirty forty stuff. Uh, question: Do we think business? I keep saying business cards. Do we think greeting card companies are just? Like every day, they're like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck!" People are not buying cards anymore. They're all dying off. Who, like, oh god, no one's getting cards. I don't know, you know, because I buy so many cards for the family members that I need to buy cards. Exactly. For. Yeah. Exactly. Shit, I, I mean, never thought about that. Older folk will always buy greeting cards, and no, it'll but when probably come in fashion again for what? us to no. give greeting cards to each other. I mean, you could always send a paperback paradise postcard to one of your friends. <laughs> no, I like that. I like a postcard. Available at. <laughs> Say the URL. Oh, my, my new URL. ComfyJunior.com. Whoa, it's announced! Oh. Champagne Wait, is this the first? is this the first Comfy Junior announcement? Uh, I posted it online, so if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter or something, you maybe saw it. But, yeah, I just started a website for any of my random ideas. I got my Mickle shirt on there. I got Paperback Paradise postcards. I made some buttons. Paul ordered some <laughs> buttons today. I got, I got, I got a few nice. things. I got, I got the things. See Me in Hell button. <laughs> that is, that's, my, that's my favorite one. You can give it to an enemy. You yeah. can give it. No, give it, just wear it. No, what the joke is is that you wear it yourself and when someone reads that, you are in a roundabout way telling them that they're going to hell. Right. Oh, okay. it's, saying, it's saying, see me in hell. I'll see you there too, motherfucker. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, Not so, like see me in my office. Well, yeah, maybe okay. if that is hell. But uh, yeah, comfyjunior.com. <laughs> uh, j- just comfyjr.com. Okay. All right. So be beyond. No, we got to keep plugging this, Chad. No. What else do I get? <laughs> I'm saying beyond the hip. The hip people who are going to Comfy Junior who are getting postcards, which is a lot more fun and romantic than this double-sided card bullshit of a greeting card. All that extra paper. You don't need that. You're saying the bifold is going. The, uh, yeah, I just, don't, I just don't think we need that too. Uh, you're, saying, you're saying the fold is the old bi, bi-plane 
and the postcard <laughs> is the jet plane of, yes. of birthday cards. Yes, yeah, so you just saved me from an Andy Rooney level type uh, bit of like, what's the deal with greeting cards? <laughs> yeah, but there's there's two sides in that greeting card. One is with a generic text that you know doesn't really fit how you feel. Right, and the other one's blank. That's just saying, "Fill me with words." That's just t- like ex- Like that's going to be terror for you when you're too like, much. Oh, pressure. I should have bought one with words in it. That just happened to Jen and I recently, actually. Really? Yeah, I hate when there's so much room to leave words and you don't have a lot to say. You're just like, way to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should just fill it with doodles or scratches. So you just like, or a black inside, just dark. That's a good one. Mm, not yeah. a bad idea. That yeah. would sell. Spotlight. That would sell to our generation. Man, this bed didn't have as much fuel as I thought it did. But you know it does. <laughs> Something you brought up to me that I think goes right into this show. Yes. Uh, around the time Goosebumps were coming out, you were getting them from the Scholastic Book Club. And on the weekends, your mom would take you to the Dollar Movie Theater. And what movies? What movies? Where is this going? I don't. I, I'm trying to work with you on this. I don't know where you're taking me. Let me just take you there. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Let's cut I'm the trying to go off the segue. I saw the Flintstones movie oh. at the Dollar Theater. Oh, the you're looping us. Oh, you're looping us okay. back in. Okay, yeah, back in. Pre-record conversation about this. Okay, yeah. I just. I, I think you really brought up uh, 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 the big reason why that movie wasn't interesting to me <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> I like that you carefully avoided the word like, good there. The writer of Goose, uh, uh, the writer of Flintstones might be listening to this. Well, I want to say, I mean, you will describe it and it will speak for itself. Yes. But I, I, my memory of that movie, I was a kid. I was not smart enough to decide which is like a good movie and a bad movie. There was once <laughs> uh-huh. I liked and once I didn't like. Whatever McDonald's tells me to go see with their Happy Meal, I'm going <laughs> to yes. go see. And that's what what happened here. Yeah. I went and saw this uh, this Flintstones movie, and uh, I, I really remember just like it happening in front of me and me <laughs> not enjoying any of it. Yeah, we, I was so bored. Like, I, I, we, I think we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, I was just... Like this is the Flintstones. I guess I I guess I like the Flintstones because it's on TV and I have to watch it. Yeah, well, I like the Flintstones cartoon. You know. Yeah. Hold on a second. I got to see what year this movie came. I need to know how old I it's was. Like, I'm gonna guess ninety four. Hold on, I'll hmm. get to. It. I'm getting to it. Um, the way also I'm, the the way I'm getting there is I'm going to Halle Berry's Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably where most people find it. Yeah. Because we were just talking about Halle Berry. And yeah, this is, what, this is a conversation. Yes. We were talking respectfully of Halle Berry. It's before yes. all those movies, I think. Oh, yeah. This was no, this was like early Halle Berry breakout actress. She's just the, the sexy secretary to the guy from like Twin Peaks. Kyle McLaughlin's yeah, like the Kyle bad McLaughlin. guy. Who's the bad guy? And he wears what? the weirdest yeah, suit. He's the bad, what? Kids love Kyle McLaughlin. He's the bad oh. guy, dude. <laughs> He's like the evil smarmy. The whole plot of the Flintstones movie is like business fraud. It's like, it I'm is. Going to, like, like, why would kids care? <laughs> well, I remember watching that movie and being real into the cleavage of Halle uh, Berry. Yeah, I, oh, I, I yeah. was as and well. The sexy legs. Little kid me didn't know what to do. <laughs> I didn't know what I was feeling. Dom, you were you were ten years old and you were changing during this I was movie. Changing. There was Halle Berry cleavage and a CG Dino. Dino that was very terrifying and it was it looking was everywhere. Scary. Yeah. Yeah, it was 1994. Oh my god, it's Steven D'Souza who wrote Die Hard. What? No, oh, really? I refuse. I refuse to acknowledge that Steven D'Souza wrote that movie. <laughs> he wrote it. Oh my fuck. No, I guarantee you if you look at the credits, it has like nine writers on it. There's he, no way it doesn't have nine he's writers. He's the third name. 
and I don't know if how Wikipedia does their attribution for writers, uh, but uh, my guess is he wrote the first draft and they just kept the whole because he was real <laughs> big on business fraud, as we saw. Yeah, yeah, there there is that plot in the Friends Flintstones movie when a bunch of cavemen are going to rob. I'm trying to think of the name of it, the Stone Bank. Uh-huh. And they have to drill through it, and they're like, uh, we want the cops to come. I'm trying to think of things from Die Hard that could be Flintstone. <laughs> oh, okay, you're crossing <laughs> like, over. Well, I'm trying to cross over. You you pointed out a really good thing that I remember feeling when I was watching that movie as a little kid, is that I really didn't want Fred to cheat on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're, it's like you're having these adult writers write a story with almost like no... They, they just don't give a shit about the cartoon, or they're not writing for kids, so they're like, what would be real... Flintstone probably a caveman would probably cheat on his wife. Like I, I'm a little kid and I have like the McDonald's glass, which I, which are actually pretty great glass. Yeah, they except are good. when you except when you drink from it, you had to put your mouth around the like the there's like it was like a statue. It wasn't just a design. It was like the ridges of F- Fred's face. So when you're drinking it, you're putting your mouth on Fred. And <laughs> on like John John Goodman. And you can like feel John Goodman's like forehead wrinkles around your lip. It's real real weird. It adds mm. a nice texture to whatever you're drinking. But who wants to watch that? Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to get real on this for a second. Yeah. The Flintstones was an adult cartoon. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, but, but I mean, <sighs> the movie was most certainly produced for children. It's like a kid's version. I know, I know that like all families watch it. It's a kid's version of The Honeymooners, right? That's what's being right. made fun of. Man, what, what some great deep references we're doing for our audience. Uh, God, I hope you like Die Hard and The Flintstones <laughs> and The Honeymooners. These are the choices of references. Uh, I, I just had to, pull, to call out Stephen D'Souza because he's from Philly also. Oh, great writer. Die Hard's one of the best things ever. I'm mm-hmm. sure he was like, I'll take a shot at it. I also really like The Running Man, which he did. The Running uh-huh. Man is amazing. He's done a Why bunch. has that not been remade yet? It doesn't need to be. But that's the, if you're going to, out of all the 80s films that's been, that have been remade, it's weird that that's not the one that hasn't been remade. I guess you owe money to Stephen King when you do that. Oh. Mm. And the writers of the original film, because it's so different from the original text. Ah, uh, um, yeah. So, you got to pay Desuiza. And then, uh, yeah, I guess Baywatch is just easier to make. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in the last decade of movies that have all been like Hunger Games type things and like entertainment rules, everything like the, the Running Man's be perfect for a remake. Not that it needs to be remade, but like, let's remake RoboCop. Why did they do that instead of the Running Man? Uh, yeah, I don't know. RoboCop's more popular than The Running Man, I guess. But Running Man is just such a cool concept. It's a great all. All of Arnold's best killer lines, I think, are in. There's some oh, great yeah, ones. Yeah, it's in one that. liner after one liner. You know. Well, they they create killers who have such ridiculous video game esque themes, like a man in a light bright suit driving a go kart that shoots electricity named Dynamo, who who's also opera. a rapist. What? Who's also a rapist? I just blocked that memory is out he? as a kid. Oh, oh yeah, I'm kind of. This is kind of coming back up. But, like, he exists just so Arnold can kill him, like, yeah, I can't remember his killer line. I'm sure it's, like, you need to let off some some, some energy. Electricity. <laughs> electricity. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> best killer lines. If you remember, Die Hard was, like, one of the first big, like, um, you know, uh, protagonists of that caliber yes. with the one-liners. Yes. Written by DeSuiza. So this is Arnold, who's already a one-liner kind of guy. Oh, that's great. Teaming up with the diehard one-liner guy. It's a great comic. If you haven't seen Running Man, it's great. Uh, we might need to he do was that for busy. The Sousa was busy in 1994. Get what this guy was up to. He sure. wrote Vault of Horror 1, a TV horror movie. Cadillacs okay. and Dinosaurs, the TV what? show. 
You remember, you're familiar with I have no comic. memory of that, but I'm instantly That's on board. It's a comic book. Yeah, it's dope. Uh, not really, but the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Flintstones, Beverly Hills Cop 3, and wrote and directed Street Fighter. What? No, he didn't. He yeah. directed Street Fighter? He directed, yeah. Oh, my God. Man, that movie's bad. That movie's terrible. <laughs> if you, I will well, say, he made five movies that year, so it kind of makes sense that it would be bad. Yeah. I will say, in his defense, too, if you ever read the behind the scenes of Street Fighter, it's super tragic and show. It would have been bad regardless. Yeah. But the story, one of the stories is that, uh, like, Raul Julia was clearly the big get for the movie. Oh, yeah. Plays in Bison. And I guess uh, he was, like, deathly sick and dying, and they didn't know it at that time. So, like, he shows up to set. This is going to be a real bummer of a story. <laughs> he shows up to set on Street Fighter, and they're all ready for him to be M. Bison, and they're like, he's apparently was, like, skin and bones and had not taken care of himself because, again, dying. Uh-huh. And so they're like, okay, uh, dude, go, like, get to a hospital and, like, take care of yourself and, like, feed up. And they tell this really nice story where he, like, spent a couple months just in Brazil or wherever they were shooting, like, with his family, vacationing and getting better. And so they're like, well, while he's doing that, I guess we need to shoot all the choreography scenes that we are going to shoot later. Right. So, like, we don't have time to train anyone in fight choreography or block any of the scenes. Uh-huh. So they just shot them all as they go. Just like, I don't know. You guys, are, you have a fireball attack. Just, just figure fight. it out. Just <laughs> fight. So I, it makes uh, all of those scenes make so much more sense. You realize they were just shooting as they went. You know, I huh. heard that that uh, Kylie Minogue gave Raul Julia a black <laughs> greeting card. A greeting card with just black <laughs> inside of it. No, no. That's no. Yeah, I heard that's that. One of death. It's a dark Shit. thing to give to somebody, Chad. Yeah, Why don't you come up with idea? that? What no, is this okay. Idea? I'm going to spin this off. You know what summer movie I'm really excited for? The Mummy. Oh, yes. No. Tom Cruise yes. going, hey, Brendan Fraser, even though the internet loves you right now, I can do better. I just, I just want people to look up Mummy 2017 movie poster. Comparing <laughs> uh-huh. that with the movie posters from the uh, Mummy from the 90s. The best one. It is... A stark contrast. Hold on, I'm pulling this the, up. I gotta see this. The movie posters for this mummy movie are so bad. They are gray. It's with Tom Cruise. It's, on it's it. Tom it's, Cruise looking lost. Like he's like looking for directions. Like he's looking for the next movie he's supposed to be in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like some cat eyes. Some it looks like cat the eyes. ring. It looks like the cover for the ring. Yeah. yeah, but look at look at look at the '90s mummy movie posters. That mouth, that freaking crazy face in the desert. You're like, oh my god, what's this? I'm movie so on board. Uh, and then it also has my favorite. A lot of ones in LA have the way it's laid out. It looks like it says the title of the movie is The Mummy Summer. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at the '90s one. Yeah. The mummy kind of looks like a PlayStation 1 mummy. He looks like one of the zombies <laughs> from Resident <laughs> Evil. Yeah, that's, at the time. Yeah, that's cool, though. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You know what's scarier than the mummy, though? What's that? What? Giving yourself goosebumps. Oh, my God. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, today we have a little book for us to read aloud Mm -hmm. and for my friends, Paul and Chad, to make the choices of Beware of the Purple Peanut Butter. I'm so excited. Number six in the Give Yourself Goosebumps Trilogy? No, series. It's a trilogy. There's only well, no. RL side there'd be three tops. It's he's like, wait, people are still buying these? No way. It's called a trilogy, but it just kept going. Oh, fuck <laughs> <up>. Trilogy. <laughs> but I think that actually is. That's a, a phrase I've heard before. For, for goosebumps. I think you're right. 
Yeah. Uh, voted on by our Patreon supporters. This yes, weird peanut butter you. story. Yes, it was voted on, and you can vote on those choices <laughs> by becoming a patron. We just did a crazy episode of Camp Goosebumps, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk oh, about that later. I gotta see this one. Oh, I hear, really I hear, it's a, it's a good one. You just listen to it. It's like, oh, these are my friends. Oh, these I'm are just hanging out. With my <laughs> I can do that, man. I can get in. I can get into that. Really, I it'd be a pretty good time. Uh, uh, so, I gotta say this book, Peak Nineties. Really? Yeah, dude. This is Go purple on. peanut butter. This is when we were like, all right, we've made food as fake as we can make it. Let's start changing the color of it. Oh, I see what you're you saying. Know, I would say that got real bad with the Shrek ketchup. Wait, what yep. was the Shrek ketchup? I remember it the purple green and green ketchup. ketchup. And then they also did purple. Was that Shrek themed? The purple one wasn't, but the green one was. Why? Yeah. Because this is what Shrek did to us, dude. <laughs> I'm Shrek- looking it up again. Shrek took us into a dark... I'm just going to say this. Shrek happened, and then we had the Iraq war started. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, that's this timeline of events. <laughs> Shrek happened, 9-11 happened, Iraq war happened. Hold on, Think I'm going to see how much this is going to go. Here, uh, here's what you need to know about Shrek ketchup. He was like, <laughs> donkey! <laughs> Come and get some high fructose corn syrup in your ketchup. Oh. You need it. You must need it. Uh, you know you guys Heinz. can buy a bottle of Heinz Easy Squirt Shrek ketchup for $15 on eBay? I don't want... 15 Okay. That's any good condiment steal. that is squirted. <laughs> really interesting. No. Dude, Dom I mean, hates squirt bottles for, for I condiments. I hate squirt bottles. It's <laughs> gross. I'm going to eat it. It All does. Right. It does. The, the squirt nozzle always gets nasty. He's right. If you're going to give me a squirt nozzle, give me squirt gauges to <laughs> what? increase or disc. What would that be? Like a way I could warn you ahead of time on the squirt? Yeah, I'm going to put this on five and blast it all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's like a sprinkler. You're like, like a heavy oh, stream. Fun. Yeah, right? Oh, well, oh Shrek. The, the, the Shrek ketchup sprinkler, dude? Hell yeah. Let's make that. <laughs> Just you sat down. You're like the coolest dad ever. You sat down, just burgers on the grass. You're like, ah, oh, time to cover these burgers. <laughs> and then you just let the sprinkler go, and you give your kids like green burgers. You don't know if it's grass or the ketchup. I'm not against this idea, Chad. Cool dad. Cool dad. Chad, you cool know people dad. at DreamWorks. Get us a meeting. <laughs> let us reboot Shrek to be a gritty reboot, <laughs> He's only where he kills form. Donkey and Donkey is a ghost. Okay. Beware. Do not read this book from beginning to end. There's like this teaser page. We'll That's fine. No, it sets, the, it sets the mood. By the way, should we, we should go over the rules again. I don't think we ever really follow them too and hard and fast. Nah. We have like I roughly mean, like, three lives. We'll go, we'll go three lives until we get bored of it, right? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Right. And Dom will be our DM, essentially. Okay. okay. Don't go in the basement, your aunt warns, as you start a game of hide-and-seek with your two horrible cousins. Do you listen? No way. But while you're hiding in the basement, your stomach grumbles and growls. Mm. You open up an old refrigerator and find a jar of purple peanut butter and a stale chocolate cake. Wow. Which should you eat? Watch out. A small taste of one of these foods could cause big trouble. You may never be the same again. You're in control of this scary adventure. You decide what will happen and how terrifying the scares will be. Start on page one, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, do God, we, I thought wait. that was a suggestion. Oh, I thought wait, we were going to get to choose there. 
Uh, no, it's just the teaser page, right? Okay. Oh. Right? I thought that. Yeah, I thought you got it to me to read the teaser. Well, no, no. You, already, you already mentioned the teaser of you choosing a cake and a peanut butter. Do you want me to read this part? If you purchase this book without a <laughs> no, cover, you should be aware that this book is stolen. It might property. be if you make a comedy podcast about this book in fifteen years. This is illegal. <laughs> you can't. You can't believe your parents did this to you. Your mom and dad are off to Europe on a business trip. Cool. So you have to spend your summer in Fiskville with Aunt Hold Fiona on. and Uncle Harvey. Business. I love business. That was just in the in that Flintstones movie that I saw. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is this kid hate harping on his parents? Uh, also, business is is it's a fuck trip, right? Yeah, it's to have sex. Okay, just to make sure. It's to have yeah, sex definitely. in Europe. Okay. Um, which means spending the summer with your cousins, Barney and Dora, which sure. means a summer of torture. Barney is a year older than you and a bully. Dora is a year younger and a whiny pest. Not what you had in mind for your summer vacation. You stare glumly out of the car as your aunt and uncle drive home from the airport. Aunt Fiona turns around in the front seat and beams at you. Barney and Dora can't wait till we bring you home, she squeals. I'll bet, you think. Bad news, Barney can't wait to pound me into the ground. (laughs) Dora the drag can't wait to rope me into playing with her dolls. Man. Uncle Harvey pulls the car off of the freeway and into a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Harvey pulls the car into a driveway. You stare at the house. It's two, two stories high and run down. The lawn is choked with weeds. The front steps are cracked and crumbling. Not every, not very promising. At least the creepy cousins aren't around, you think. Maybe you'll sneak off before they know you're here. Then a loud bang makes you nearly jump out of your skin. Turn to page two. Can I just say, by the way, this us, I guess, we're being real mean, I feel like. I think, yeah. this, is, I think this is a Tina Fey, uh, Liz Lemon situation where <laughs> we're the bad one. Uh, we find out we're the snarky ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Barney runs out the front door, letting it slam behind him. You slowly step out of the car. Barney's pudgy face breaks into a mean grin under his thick blonde hair. Even though he's only a year older than you, he's twice your size. While your aunt and uncle unload the car, he punches you on the arm. Hard. Hi, wimp, he snarls. (laughs) Dora skips around the side of the house, holding her obnoxious orange cat. Puff. Dora's dark hair hangs in two long braids over her shoulders. She eyes you with a smirk, then giggles. Puff hisses at you. What a summer, you think. Maybe you can spend your entire vacation in your room. But no. We've been waiting for you, Barney says. Let's play hide and seek. Oh no, you think it's starting. It's nice to see you're already having fun. Aunt Fiona gushes. Yeah. Your uncle and I have to go back to work at the university. I'll take your suitcase upstairs for you. No, really, you protest. I don't mind. Nonsense! Uncle Harvey responds. You kids go on and play. There's just one thing. It's very important. You can play anywhere you want. (laughs) But don't go in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on, though. I just want to clarify. It seems like your parents are on a work trip, but it's Uh all summer? Uh, yeah, it sounds like it's all summer. I think those parents are just abandoning you. I think this is the whole, like, went out for cigarettes thing from both parents. It's Ooh. the beginning of it, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They just didn't come back. Again, uh, I think we, the child, are, are dumb shithead. So yes, I agree. Just judging by how we've tra- treated the, these other cousins. And also, I think Dora's a witch, because she can control that cat with her mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good familiar? idea. Sure. 
Why can't we go in the basement, you ask? We haven't cleaned it out since we moved in, Aunt Fiona tells you. The people who owned the house before us were very strange. We don't know what's down there. It could be dangerous. Let's get started, Barney commands, when his parents have gone inside. You remember the hide-and-seek rules. I remember, you sigh. Who could forget? Whoever it gets to... mm. Whoever is it gets to pound anyone he catches, Barney reminds you. Fine, you say. This wording of pounding, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, my mind's in the gutter. It just feels real, like... It's real sexual for Barney, I'm sure. I don't know. It's like, if I find you, I get to pound you. Like, wording, phrasing, just a little bit. (laughs) Fine, you say. I'll go first. Sorry, Barney replies. It's my house. I'll be it to start. Now go hide while I count to a hundred. He laughs as he waves his fists in your face. Then he shuts his eyes. Gulp. Go on, Paige. Want to Man, mm. I thought this one was going to get real into the into like the choosing right away. I was so excited. You, yeah. I think you got a choice soon at the end of this page. One, Barney counts. Two, three, four, 27, 28, 50. Ah, classic As Barney. usual, your cousin is cheating. You'll have to find a place to hide fast. But where? If he wants to beat you up, why doesn't he just kick your ass? Um, but where? <laughs> Dora drops Puff and runs around to the back of the house. You want to stay as far away from her as possible. You glance around, then tiptoe into the house. You find yourself in a small living room crowded with furniture. You don't have much time. Where can you hide? You dodge around a couple of chairs, then you head for the hallway that leads to the kitchen. 70, Barney shouts from outside. 81! 86! You spot a doorway to the right of the refrigerator. You pull open the door. Steep, splintery steps lead down into a dark, musty-smelling room. It must be the way to the basement, but your aunt and uncle warned you to stay out of it. Mm. 93! <laughs> Barney <laughs> shouts. I don't think Barney can count. I don't think he's cheating. I think he just is no. poor guy. He's yeah. Poor guy. yeah. He's poor-brained. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, make a decision. Should you forget about the, your aunt and uncle's warning and hide in the basement or find somewhere else to hide to uh, creep down to the basement turn to page 71 here, here's my here's my here's my my first call on this let's hear it. Our, our our aunt and uncle have been really sweet to us they're taking care of us while our parents just go to just leave us and bang their brains out in in europe you're right i, I think we should listen to their wishes yeah and you know they could have made us work all summer and clean up the basement but they didn't do that so i yeah, think they, i think i'm with you chad yeah let's 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 get away from the basement. All right, i mean we, we die go. immediately here we, we go. Like go up some stairs and trip and break our necks here we go Going to 47 to find another hiding place. We're okay. good kids. Are, are you serious? Are you really so wimpy you won't go into the basement? <laughs> just Come because on. your aunt and uncle told you to stay out of it? Fuck off. Just because it might be dangerous? Get real. <sighs> Return to page 108 to choose again. How oh, the balls. What an Have the balls to write other pages. (laughs) Just like... I like that he makes you go back to choose again, so you can choose to read this insulting page again if you want. I forgot everything happened because I'm a four-year-old kid. All right, we're going to 71 to go into the basement. Sure. Let's do it. All right, all right. For the record, we tried to be good boys. We did. I think we are just good boys. We make this choice a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You glance around quickly to make sure no one is watching. Then you push open the basement door and start down. The stairs are old. They creak with every step you take. Cobwebs brush your face. What could be down here that's so dangerous, you wonder? You reach the bottom of the stairs. The floor is so dusty, it looks as if it hadn't been cleaned in a hundred years. Feeble daylight. Feeble daylight. Feeble daylight. 
Feeble daylight filters through a big, filthy window at the back of the room. You start to explore, but there's nothing much to see. Mostly old, dusty, worn furniture, old couches, old chairs, an old mattress, an old refrigerator and stove, both covered with rust, sit in one corner. Hey, I was going to say, I think RL's got a problem with the sun. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he feeble, got beat up in high Feeble daylight. He's my talking shit brittle, on the sun. My brittle bones burned under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him out in daylight. No, he could be a vampire. He's got a, he's got a vendetta against the sun for sure. Nothing dangerous. Nothing even interesting. But being down here is better than getting pounded by Barney. <laughs> You sit in one of the old armchairs and wait. Sooner or later, Barney and Dora will get tired of their game. Soon it will be safe to go back upstairs. There's only one problem. A big problem. Got to turn to page 14 to find Man, out this what choice. What, what is this problem with Nora that she has a cat? I don't understand. She makes her play with his... Her, she makes him play with her dolls. Yeah, whatever. Like, that's, have some fun. That's better yeah. than getting pounded on. Yeah. Your problem is that you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> the plane ride to Fiskville was so long All you had to eat was an airline snack of peanuts and a soda And now you realize that you're starving Your stomach is growling so loudly You're almost afraid Barney and Dora will hear it You glance around the basement again Maybe there are some cans of food But no, the shelves only contain old carpenter's tools Only cabinets are full of torn and dirty sheets and towels. You really don't want to go back upstairs. Not yet. Not with Barney the bully and Drippy Dora waiting for you. He's so been trippy? really mean. I'm sorry. Just He's been very mean to this nice little girl. You guys are being mean. I'm reading. You're this right. You. God, I really regret who we no, are. No, we tried to be good boys. I know. We're being forced to be mean. What about the old refrigerator? You see that it's plugged in. Maybe there's something to eat inside. Try not to get your hopes up too high. You approach the refrigerator. The door seems stuck, but you pull hard, and it opens. You spot two containers way in the back. You bend down to expect them, and gasp! Turn to page 29. <sighs> they got me turning all over. Yeah. Something in, refriger- something in the refrigerator smells great. It smells so good, your mouth starts watering. You were hungry before, but now you're ravenous. Whatever is giving off that smell must be the best-tasting food in the world. You pull out the two containers and examine them. One is a small jar. At the bottom of the jar is a glop of disgusting-looking purple goop. Okay. The other container uh-huh. is a white baster. <clears throat> the other container is a white bakery box with a label that says "Effie's Bakery Midvale" in fancy writing. Inside the box is a thick slab of chocolate cake. Mm. You lean down and sniff. To your surprise, the delicious aroma is coming from the purple goop. It smells like a combination of the best peanut butter and jelly in the world with chocolate on top. Oh. The cake, the cake doesn't have any smell at all. Your stomach growls again. Which will you eat? The wonderful smelling, the wonderful smelling purple goop or the chocolate cake? Okay, all right. So what this is, I don't know if uh-huh. this is a, a cut only that I, I know... Uh, if you ever got like hot lunch or like poor kid lunch at, in middle school, they uh-huh. served you a like peanut butter and jelly mixture that was the most delicious thing in the world. Wait, really? Uh, I never I, had. I is that what that. the stuff that came in the jar together like automatically? Yeah, it was just swirled and it was probably all chemical. So good. Oh man, I think I, that's what we're dealing with. Oh, wait, is that what mustard mayonnaise is uh, based off of the Mister Show sketch? Where I, they, maybe. they put the mustard in the mayonnaise, and it's like a it's in one jar. Yeah, probably. probably yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they still sell that. Okay, 
Would it be weird for us to not follow the title of the book? I kind of want to because he didn't let us not go downstairs. I kind of want to buck the trend, you know? Oh, man. Mm. You guys want to try the cake? But, I'm just... but I never ate peanut butter jelly combo in my, in my youth, and I kind of want to experience it. I, I just, here's my, here's, I don't, I don't want to metagame too much. I'm pretty sure that if we eat that cake, it's going to be like, oh, wizard made the cake and you're transported <laughs> to Narnia. And like, okay, I guess this is, this is what this book is. <sighs> Let's do the peanut butter. Let's do the peanut butter. Okay. I'm sorry, just to clarify, it's just in a jar? Like, it's just sitting in the bottom of a jar. It's purple goop at the bottom of a jar, and the cake is in a white box. The it's, cake, he's sure. It passes the smell test. I'm in. I'm on board. Yeah, okay, sure. Cautiously, you stick your fingertip into the purple goop. Oh, yeah. It feels soft and gooey. Yeah. Like peanut butter. You stick out your tongue and take a teeny tiny taste. This is sexual. Awesome flavor! <laughs> <laughs> it's purple and it's slimy. But this weird peanut buttery goo tastes like a combination of every delicious dessert you've ever had in your life. What? Is this LSD? This is like a jar of... That's what LSD is, right? Dude, he just got high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just got a little high. You lick the rest of the purple goop off your finger, and then you stick your finger back into the jar. You can't believe how yummy it tastes. You wish the whole jar were full of the purple paste. Unfortunately, there wasn't very much, and soon the jar is empty. But you're not going but you're not hungry anymore. In fact, you feel great. You shut the refrigerator door and flop back down on the armchair. A moment later, you hear a loud thump at the top of the stairs. You glance up. Your heart sinks when you see what's there. Hmm. It's Barney. It's I totally turn, Barney. I got to turn it page. How great would that if that fridge option instead of cake had been super strength though? just validating all of oh, my... Oh, we could have... We could have... Va- sour smelling? Oh, sour oh. smelling, yeah. We could have your- proved that they existed. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's your cousin, Dora, smirking at you from the top of the stairs. You're not supposed to be down here, she whines. I'm going to tell. Wait, you cry. It was an accident. I came here by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's like farting around down there. <laughs> yeah, sure, she taunts. But maybe I won't tell if you play with me. Maybe, you say cautiously. Let's play dolls, she urges. I have a new dollhouse. You hate playing with Dora. She's really spoiled and has a tantrum if she doesn't get her way. I'll tell if you don't, Dora persists. Damn. What are you going to do? If you refuse to budge, turn to 22. If you go, give him and play with Dora, turn to 35. Let's play with Dora. She just wants to hang out with us, her cousin. Yeah, yeah I'm with you, Chad. Family relationships matter. Good boys, good boys. Good, good boys. You figure it's too early in your visit to get into trouble. All right, all right, where's the dollhouse, you ask Dora. <laughs> out on the porch, your cousin answers, follow me. You start to follow Dora up the stairs when suddenly you have to stop. The strangest sensation comes over you. Your toes and fingers tingle and little pink dots swim before your eyes. Oh, yeah, we're tripping. Come on, Dora whines from the top of the stairs. You said you'd play. You shake your head and everything is back to normal again. That was weird, you think. Maybe you just stood up too fast. Dora stamps her foot impatiently. Do I have to sick Barney on you, she warns. I'm coming, I'm coming. You bound up the stairs. You feel a little tired. Those stairs must be steeper than they look. You follow Dora out to the porch and sit beside her in the front of the dollhouse. You have to admit, the dollhouse is pretty cool. Mm. It's three stories high and filled with miniature 
and filled with miniature furniture. There is even a tiny piano and a little guitar. Oh, sounds you, great. You reach into the dollhouse to move a chair. As you do, you notice Dora's eyes open wide in surprise. Wait, I'm sorry, just to clarify, a miniature guitar, like, that must be an expensive dollhouse item. I don't know how dollhouse things work. I feel like that'd be a high-end yeah, dollhouse. If it can well, play. I mean, if you, you got, can... like, rock and roll Barbie or something. I get, right? okay, if it's just, like, a plastic fake guitar, sure. But if it's, like, tiny strings and wood carved down by, like, a, a, a fine artisan. That'd yeah. be amazing. Mm-hmm. Continue. They sound they sound rich, so yeah, I think it's that. Yeah, they're both professors or whatever, so and they, they got they're definitely rich, and they have a basement fridge. Did they go to the university? <laughs> did they go to the university? To I, think, fuck? I think they said, yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> they they picked up the kid, and then immediately were like, "All right, yeah. see ya." Oh, but it's a Saturday. <laughs> oh man, Saturday class is the worst. See see ya. What's wrong? You asked Dora. Why is your watch like that? She asked, pointing to your wrist. You glance where Dora is pointing and notice that your wristwatch is hanging loose from your wrist. That's strange, you murmur. The watch, man, the watch band must have stretched. <laughs> it's metal, Dora points out. How could it stretch? Didn't it fit on when you got here? I guess so, you mumble. That's a good question, you realize, but one you don't have an answer for. Now you notice something else. When you first came here, you were three inches taller than <gasps> Dora. Sitting beside her now, you seem to be the same height. How is that possible? Oh, shit. We got some Alice in Wonderland stuff going on. Yeah, we're going to live in that dollhouse. It's going to be awesome. Yep, yep, yep. Do you stick out your tongue and lick up the teeniest, tiniest bit of herbal... Wait, no. Wait, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I read the wrong thing. (laughs) (laughs) There's got Uh, to be a logical logical X-Vault 79 has herbal powder on it. All right. (laughs) There's got to be a logical explanation... Maybe you didn't notice how much Dora had grown. Maybe you're losing weight. Maybe you're just imagining things. You're looking awfully thin, dear, Aunt Fiona tells you at supper that night. Have some more mashed potatoes. Oh, we time jumped, I guess. Sure, we whatever. Got yeah. She is a witch, dude. Oh, we it's a thinner, thinner curse. Oh, thinner. Yeah, wimp, Barney grins. Eat some of my food while you're at it. When his mother isn't looking, he dumps his broccoli on your plate. You ignore Barney because you've just noticed something disturbing. The table seems a lot higher than it used to be. <laughs> something really bizarre is happening to you. I'll feel better after a good night's sleep, you think. No. That night, you have weird dreams about pink dots and tingling toes. And the next morning, when you climb out of bed, your pajama bottoms fall off your body onto the floor. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh just walking around dick swinging. <laughs> oh, little kid dick came out. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening, you wonder in panic? You pick up your pajama bottoms and examine them. They are exactly the same as they were last night. Of course they are, because you know what your problem is. Your pajamas haven't gotten bigger. Dora hasn't grown. Your wrist, your watch band hasn't stretched. You've shrunk. All right, I'm just going to throw this out here right now, Paul. All right. I, we're, obviously, we're shrinking. And we're very smart because it took us four things to figure it out. I mean, there was already some Alice in Wonderland symbolism of the two types of foods to try. Uh-huh. I'm just going to throw this out here. If we have a chance, we're diving inside our cousin and killing him from the inside. That's a brilliant idea. That's Please. a great idea. Dom, okay. get us there quick. Okay. You run to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the mirror is even higher than it was last night. You have to stand on a stool to peer into it. It's true. You look the same, but you're definitely smaller. Getting dressed, you notice that none of your clean clothes fit. They're all 
much too big, except the jeans and the T-shirt you wore yesterday. They're smaller, too. <laughs> Whatever made you shrink made them shrink. Okay. But Perfect. What was it? What are these, some Hulk pants? Uh-huh. These magical transforming Hulk pants for him to wear whenever he needs to? <laughs> this doesn't say they're purple, but I'm imagining. Okay, sure. Purple peanut butter. Purple peanut butter pants. Yesterday, yesterday, you mutter. You pace around the room trying to remember everything Two you did. Two happened the- to you yesterday. <laughs> In the last 24 hours You're so freaked out It's hard to concentrate Okay You say to yourself Trying to calm down I've been on airplanes before And I've never shrunk I've had my aunt's cooking before So that's not what I So it's not what I ate for dinner (laughs) Suddenly you snap your fingers You figured it out The purple peanut butter You've never had anything like that before In fact You're not even sure What that purple goop was You better find out, and fast. You race downstairs and straight into the basement. But when you yank open the basement door, your heart stops. Oh, The basement never existed. Oh, that would be great. Oh, Oh, my God, please. It's gone. The refrigerator has disappeared. In fact, all the furniture in the basement is gone. Everything. The basement is completely empty. You rush to the kitchen. Your aunt is just leaving the house to go to work at the university. Aunt Fiona, you cry. Where's the refrigerator that was in the basement? She frowns. Dora told me you were playing down there yesterday, she replies. That rat. You played on... (laughs) He immediately just cursed her name. (laughs) You played with her stupid dollhouse and she still told on you. Don't worry, Fiona goes on. I had all the furniture hauled to the dump early this morning. But you start to protest. Those old things were dirty and dangerous. (laughs) Furniture. Okay. Uh, She continues. Now it's safe for you kids to go play down there whenever you want. She gives you a quick kiss and leaves the house before you can ask any more questions. You you get swallowed by her giant lips. You're tiny. You're now inside your aunt. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess she kissed your whole eye. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You stare... After her, in shock, you're in big trouble, or rather, small trouble. You're still shrinking. What if you grow so small, you disappear? If you think you can find the refrigerator at the dump, hurry to page 24. Mm. If you think you should see a doctor, yes. turn to page 120. You know, Good stuff voice. I just Good voice. going to be like, you, you dumb wuss. What are you, pussy going yeah. to the doctor? <laughs> what are you, little kid who's shrinking, you little freaking... Puss? <laughs> that's some a doctor. Really, no, that's some really mean words from R.L. Stein. Why would you say these terrible things? Why, why? Yeah, okay, whatever. I don't like that both options make us go outside, but I'm going to go to the doctor because I'm a good boy, like I said. By the way, props <laughs> to this town. We're going to the doctor. We're trying to hang out with our friend, uh, our cousin. I, I, I props to this town's garbage disposal program for being there within the morning and it was real scorched earth policy she had about that basement everything had to go uh yeah do we want to guess that because because it's every goosebumps plot that uh because the the aunt and uncle work at a university they also just experiment with chemicals and purple peanut butter i think it's monster blood motherfucker yeah it's possible reverse monster blood (gasps) new flavor of monster blood monster peanut butter you figure the best thing to do is see a doctor. Yeah. Did we decide on that? Yes. Uh, I just went with what you said. Yes, no, we said to go to a doctor. But how will you find one? You check by the phone. That's where the parents usually leave, keep emergency. Oh, there's no numbers. internet. And this is definitely an emergency. You're in luck. There's a list posted on the wall. And right between the phone number for the police and the phone number for pizza delivery, <laughs> there's a phone number for Dr. Jenner. 
You dial quickly. You try not to notice how far you have to stretch to reach the phone. A woman's voice comes on the line. Dr. Jenner's office. I have to see the doctor right away, you say. <laughs> What's the problem? The woman asks. I'm shrinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't start with that. I would never start the conversation with I'm shrinking. I have to see the doctor right away. I'm shrinking. <laughs> He's, he's desperate. Well, there's, this is a urologist, so we can see you about that. There's dead silence on the <laughs> other end of the line. Please, you have to help me, you beg. My clothes are too big. I can't reach the phone and my watch. May I speak to an adult? The woman oh, breaks in. Oh, she thinks it's a prank phone call. You can tell she doesn't believe you. No one is home, you explain, and this is an emergency. The doctor is very busy, the woman says coldly, and I don't have time for a prank phone call. Yeah. You slam down the phone in frustration. He hung up. Nine one one, you dumb idiot. He sends <laughs> an appointment with the doctor, and then go in later next week. Nine one one. He hangs up. He gets mad and hangs up. He doesn't go. <laughs> Wait, no, you must listen. He's like, Wait, fuck he, you. Wait, it wasn't the receptionist. No, he hung up on her. I hate. I hate this book. What did he do <laughs> next? What did he do next? Hold on. We're going to twelve. We got to go to twelve. Wait, was oh, that the end of it? No, no, that was just the end of that part. Okay, we tried the twelve. Oh, so we're gonna have to go to. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> sure. Let's have him call other people and hang up on them. You've got it. You'll find your aunt at the university. What? She can get you a doctor's appointment, or maybe someone at the college will be able to help you. You race into the den. You search in your aunt's drawer for directions to the university. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you find a bus map. There are two buses that seem to go to the university. Oh, fuck off. The, the number 103 and the number 5. <laughs> Which like bus a, will we take? They leave from opposite ends of your block. Is this a math problem? It's going to become a math problem. <laughs> you don't know which bus is best. You don't want to wake Barney and Dora to ask them. Come on! They've caused you enough trouble already. You'll just have to guess. Which bus will you take? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, he said earlier on the phone, I'm having a hard time reaching the phone. I'm shrinking. I don't want to trouble my cousins. I don't, they're asleep. They're, listen, they're young. They need their energy. I mean, they would, they would see the shrink, the shrink that has occurred. If it's that small, they'd go, oh, we need to get. A police officer. Unless yeah, that I think purple Dora- peanut butter was LSD. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which also, I guess your cousin should see it either way. Concentrated LSD. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's meant for like 500 people. You took all of it. And now he's shrinking. <laughs> You're going to be that way forever now. So 103 and what? Or bus five. Bus five or bus five. I like the number five. I'm just trying to think if there's any clue. That you get... If we're, if we're going to 103, we're turning to page 103. Uh, yeah, five I guess. Five, five, we're going to five. Five sure. alive. Five, let's go to five, whatever. Five alive. You run down the street to the left. The number five bus pulls up just as you arrive at the corner. By now, you're so small that you have to stand on your tiptoes to drop the coins into the box. What? No, people would be saying something. Yeah, who is this little person? <laughs> no, they probably don't want to be mean. They're like, oh, God. Ugh, but, like, also, are you naked? Is your di- No, your clothes are fitting. No, your, your clothes, clothes are shrinking with you. It's funnier he, the whole he, time. He saved you're, just, himself. you're just running out without pants on. <laughs> A little naked boy on the phone. How <laughs> <Help>, I'm shrinking! <laughs> And when you arrive at the university, you can't reach the ropes to uh, signal for a stop. Luckily, some other people are getting out, too. You slip off the bus behind them. The university is huge. Dozens of red, uh, dozens of big red brick buildings surround a grassy area. People hurry along the pathways. How will you find your aunt? So I guess you guys picked the right bus. You guys got the I, what, I kinda, I'll look it up later. I wonder what the other bus does. I bet it just like takes you to the fair. Uh, a sign points to the main 
uh, administration building. Maybe that's where you can find out where your Amphiona is. You head that way. Then those pink dots appear again. Thousands of dots. When your fingers and toes stop tingling, you discover that you're now the same height as the dandelions on the lawn. Whoa! Oh, we're done. We're, we're done for at the, at the rate you're shrinking, you might disappear before you make it to the I'm moment. really glad we didn't wake up our cousins. This would have been terrible. <laughs> you, should you run into the physics building right in front of you, maybe one of the scientists will be able to help you. Yo. Or should you keep going to the main building to find your aunt? So what are our options? Are physics... Physics building or go to the main building? I think if you head to the physics building, it's We're going like, to meet a physicist, so it's gonna, he's going to know what to do. And if you're as tall as a dandelion, it's going to take you all night before you get to that building. I bet if we climb those steps, it's going to be like, you die on the steps. Uh, how, so, how did we... I, I, you I, die I, of dehydration. I'd be amazed <laughs> if, we, if we just somehow avoided it. There must have been a story point where we went into that dollhouse, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, there had to be. I don't even know what we chose that led us to that. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> we went to the university. We went to the college. <laughs> I guess calling the doctor. I guess that was what started it. That's what started it, yeah. Um, I think we go to physics, whatever. I, It'll think, be so. Like, I think so, too. Yeah. It's going to be a mad scientist like from another book or whatever, because F this series, but whatever. You need this help, and you need it now. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Paul? I said, this one's tripping me out, because I'm trying to decide, like, in my brain, how small we can get, or will we just keep shrinking infinitely? Well, if you follow the plot of Ant-Man, uh, we'll eventually get to the quantum size, which essentially is also just magic. Ooh, cool. Yes. Where time has no meaning. Yeah. You dash to the physics building. You scramble up the single step just as someone opens the door. Quickly, you scamper inside. You stop a moment to catch your breath. Being tiny, sure, it's tiring. You scurry <laughs> along the, a long hallway, searching for someone who can help you. Men and women come and go all around you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> funny to me. Uh, but they don't look down at their feet, so they can't see you. Help, you cry. Can someone help me? A woman hears you and glances down. Ack! She cries. A mouse! No, fuck off. Where? You squeak, glancing around, and then you realize... That she means you. Um, no. How would, we, so how would we little. look like that? You're I'm sorry. S- you're so little. She thinks you're a mouse. Kill it! The woman shouts. Someone find the janitor! Oh, fuck. <laughs> the mouse murderer. Yeah. Um, you'd better get out of the <laughs> hall quick. Two doors are standing open. One at the far end of the hall is labeled Dr. Abbott's lab. <laughs> and can you make it there before the janitor comes? Maybe you'd better enter the unlabeled door right next oh, to where you're Or it could standing. be anything. I like that wild card. Oh, that. you really like that? You're like the mystery box of the unlabeled <laughs> yeah. door? God, sure. Let's go into it. Close Dr. Abbott sure sounds like a Chad, character. You Chad, you don't sound that... No, no, no. I understand. Like it seems like we're. It seems like we're. We're. You know what? No, I want to meet Doctor Abbott because maybe he's like Abbott and Costello. Okay, sure. Let's go Abbott. Let's go Abbott. Sorry, people who want to listen to another door. I went that way. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I hope we end up in a in a mouse maze. That's all. I'm I saying. hope he's like I'm putting you in a monkey monkey brain. You run down the hall as fast as your tiny legs can go. The janitor's footsteps thunder behind you. You duck into Dr. Abbott's lab at the end of the hall. You hide in the space between the open door and the wall. Where's that mouse? The janitor shouts. (laughs) (laughs) There are no mice in here. 
<laughs> yeah, I really want to kill it. There are no mice in here, says a friendly voice from the back of the room. You glance up to see a tall scientist with gray with a gray beard working at the table. He must be Dr. Abbott. It's your you boy, Chad. Yeah. Let's look around just to make sure the janitor insists. This is my only job in this giant university. You hold your breath as he enters the room, then clomps around you. Then clomps around looking for you. Please don't look behind the door, you think? <laughs> I guess it just didn't come in here. <laughs> the janitor announces, <laughs> see you later, Doc. I you, love this janitor voice. Yeah, thank you. Like, <laughs> also Freddy Krueger. Like, yeah. <laughs> you let out a sigh of relief. You step out from behind the door and glance around. Dr. Ab- Abbott's laboratory is huge. Way above your head, you can see several tables and bookshelves. Two big metal machines stand at a corner. You hear the sound of something boiling on a gas burner. You're sure to find help here. But how can you make Dr. Abbott notice you? Turn to page nine. Okay. You hurry over to Dr. Abbott. You try shouting at him, but he doesn't hear your feeble, squeaky voice. You try pulling on his pants cuff, but all he does is shake his leg, sending you flying under the table. How can you make him notice? The force shatters your tiny, <laughs> tiny spine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then you get a great idea. Moving carefully, you untie the shoelaces. <laughs> the shoes. You're so We're going to murder this man. You're so, yeah, he's going to fall into boiling assassin. water. <laughs> <laughs> Boy face! <laughs> Moving carefully, you untie the shoelaces on both of his shoes. You're so small that it's un, like, it, you're so small that it's like untying two jump ropes. Now, slowly, carefully, that you tie. But okay. No, not that, not that big. You tie the two laces together. You make a knot. You're so busy working, he doesn't notice. He's so busy working, he doesn't notice. You scramble out of the way and wait. It doesn't take long. Dr. Abbott stands up. He starts to cross the room, and bam! He trips and falls flat on his face. Oh. Hey! He shouts angrily. Who tied my shoes together? I did, you reply. <laughs> He's still lying flat on the floor. You stroll over to his head and take out your the little boy wiener from his skull. <laughs> Just you, you pee on his lips. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? He demands angrily. Speak up. I, I did it, you repeat. You're standing in front of his face. I'm sorry. I had to get you to notice me. Why am I always talking about little naked boys on this show? <laughs> I, wish that, I, wish, I wish Dr. Abbott had been like, oh, Jenkins, it's the ghost of Jenkins. I knew it. My former partner. Now he focuses on you. At first he looks surprised. Then he frowns. He suddenly swoops his hand out to swat you. Go to page. Yeah, good move. We could have, like, give us some options of how to contact him. Like, the fun of being small. Right, I don't know, like, right. Let's, let's, let's type on a keyboard. I don't. You sprint out of Dr. Abbott's reach. Please don't hurt me, you beg. I need your help. How can I hurt you? He replies angrily. You don't exist. What do you mean? You Whoa. Can't? I've been working too hard. Dr. Abbott mutters. I'm starting to see things. He sits up and unties his laces, then reties his shoes. He rubs his eyes. I'm a real kid, you insist. You're not imagining <laughs> me. I'm really here. He eyes you suspiciously. You try to look as real as possible. I know, you cry. Ask my Aunt Fiona. She works right here at the university. You have references, the scientists. <laughs> this character's great. Scientists Please. love references. So. They love their facts, you know? They love their references. Hard data. Yeah. Verifiable data, yeah. Please, you have to believe me. Quickly, you explain what's happened to you. I think it was the purple peanut butter I ate, you finish. 
but whatever it was, I keep shrinking. If you can't help me, I'm afraid I'll get so small I'll disappear. <laughs> Dr. Abbott stares at you in silence. Then suddenly his mouth turns up in a big smile. Kid, he says, you've come to the right place. <laughs> Turn to page 86. Man, yeah, we're going to ace this one. I feel it. I, I hope I'm this cuts it. to like a presentation in front of all of his other members. Like, gentlemen, I just I've perfected the tiny man, the tiny boy, the tiny boy. <laughs> and like, and can, I, can you make more of them? No, I cannot. <laughs> tiny boy. <laughs> what, what does he do? He can climb on your shoulder. <laughs> Spy for the government. <laughs> like that kind of Look in your shoes. Look in your shoes. This is perfect. <laughs> all the grants money. <laughs> yes. A million dollars in grant money one And then they just do put it on the Ritz like young Frankenstein. Oh, that'd be <laughs> nice. I've been looking for a great experiment, Dr. Abbott exclaims. Uh-oh. I don't know anything about size change. But I will really <laughs> experiment Hold on, on. <laughs> Hold on. That's a scientific phrase used. Size change. I don't know anything about size change. I don't know anything about curing AIDS, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'm willing to give it a couple of goes. I'll try anything, you say. I'm desperate. Excellent. Just think of the publicity. Dr. Abbott is getting very excited. People will stop accusing me of... He glances down at you. Well, never mind. Let's get started. (laughs) Wait, what did that imply? Yeah, what did he get accused of? (laughs) The scientist hurries to his desk and searches through piles of paper. I have to do a bit of research, he explains. You smile weakly at him. You hope... You haven't made a terrible mistake. Finally, Dr. Abbott lifts you up in his hand and examines you carefully. Every time he exhales, the force of his breath almost blows you over. He takes out a tape measure and measures you. He puts you on a scale and weighs you. Then he places you on a table. I'm not sure which of my machines to use, he says. (laughs) The magnetron works by changing your magnetic field. The laser gun makes the body's atoms expand. What do you think? What do I think, you reply with a gulp. Somehow, you hadn't expected the decision to be yours. In this choose-your-own-adventure yeah. book. Still, oh, This doctor's making a body. dealer's choice here. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I agree, laser's probably a bad idea, but... Yeah, laser's a terrible but, idea. But, but what, what was the other one? Just electro Would thing? you like to go into the magnetron, or would you like to be shot with Magne- a laser gun? Magnetron but sounds kind of fun. I, I do, too, but, like, how would that possibly work for us? Chat, at worst, we become a smoke monster. What? How? Is that how it happens in Lost? Is that the plot? Totally. So. This is the prequel to Lost. I don't know if you knew that. <sighs> okay, even though I think the, the scientific terminology that RL just made up makes more sense for laser, I agree <laughs> that... Uh, th- here's the worst case scenario. Magnetron pulls all the iron out of our body like Magneto in X-Men 2. Yep. And you're just a little, you're just a little man with cancer. A little man with like just whole, like tiny perforated holes in our body. Let's yeah. go for Electrotron. Let's do it. Sure. Let's, Magnetron. Let's go. By the way, Magnetron. this doctor's first thing was to weigh us. Yeah, he weighed you. I don't. I think we're gonna find out that he was like not a doctor. He's just someone's dad who's there with a lab coat on. He's the janitor. I yeah. think he is the janitor. Yeah. 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 I'd like to try the magnetism, you tell Dr. Abbott. Excellent, he replies. I think you have a good chance for success. There's only one drawback. Uh-oh. What is it, you ask anxiously. Never mind, he says briskly. What? <laughs> Compared to the present problem, it's minor. What? He wheels over one of the big machines from the corner of his lab. A label on the side of it reads, Super Magnetron. 
<laughs> Wait, he didn't tell us it was going to be the super yeah, Megatron. Yeah, we should heard this I know, he did. It was just the regular one. The machine is as tall as Dr. Abbott. It's covered with dials and buttons. A long tube as wide as a person runs right through the center of the machine. Dr. Abbott picks you up and gently places you in the center of the tube. You feel very tiny inside the huge machine. Hold very still, he instructs you. <laughs> no matter what you hear or feel, don't move. Mm. You hear a metallic click and then a loud buzzing noise. The tube begins to vibrate faster and faster. You try to hold still, but it's like trying to stay away. <laughs> but it's like trying to stay still during an earthquake. The buzzing grows even louder. It's so loud you can't hear anything else. Your eardrums feel as they as though they are going to burst. And then everything <gasps> stops. Uh-oh, we're dead. And then the, then the guy bursts and goes, not again. Stop saying you're turning ch- tiny children into things with Electrotron. <laughs> Get out of here. With a whine, the Magnetron stops vibrating. You try to sit up. You notice that the gigantic metal tube has shrunk. Suddenly, yes! it fits snugly around your body. Did we just fix it? Congratulations, we did it. the Dr. Abbott tells you. It worked. What? Now you realize that the tube didn't shrink. You grew. You're back to regular size. You're also stuck inside the tube. Dr. Oh. Abbott fiddles with some controls oh, on the no. magnetron. Oh, no. We're the, stuck in the magnetron. The two <laughs> sides of the tube pop apart so you can climb out. But you notice something odd. My skin is sticking to the metal, you tell the doctor. Wait, hold on. This is just that thing from this island, Earth, in the alien, I don't know if anyone's seen that. Mr. No, Science Theater that? does it. I don't I haven't a, seen that one. There's a two, it's, there's a, uh, it's one of the best Mr. Science Theater ones. Watch Mr. Science Theater in the movie. There's like a big glass tube that comes down when they do space travel and you stand in it and you put your hands on these two metal tubes to hold on as you rocket through space. But in, in the movie, they're like, for some reason, my hands can't let go of this metal. They're like, yeah. Or like, oh, no, the, the, the handles are magnetic. And then the joke is, and if your hands are metal, that would mean something. That's uh, like the Mr. Science Theater joke. Uh, That's just what this is. He's just describing exactly this, this tube. Hmm, How come I don't yeah, remember this? It. How come I don't remember this one at all? It's, good, it's a good one. Continue, oh, Dom. Sorry. Dr. Abbott frowns. Don't worry about it, he says. That's just a side effect from the treatment. You thank the scientist for his help. Dr. Abbott smiles and walks you to the front of the physics building. We'll be in touch, he tells you. Wait, wait, hold on. Did we just ease this? Sorry, is our hands, our hands are still stuck to the what? Um, you seem to have detached. Okay, okay. We'll be in touch, he tells you. I'll need to write this up for the scientific community. <laughs> no one will believe me the time a tidy boy came in, also with no pants on, even though that's not how it is, and I turned him back into normal size. He I definitely used- had pants on. I use the super magnetron. (laughs) (laughs) You all thought I was crazy. (laughs) As you're about to step outside, he stops you. My keys, he exclaims. You're walking (gasps) off with my keys. Yeah, we're Magneto. You glance down and notice a ring of keys plastered to your jeans. You pluck them off and hand them to him. Strange, you think. But what happens next is even stranger. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. You reach the bus stop just as the bus for home pulls up. You try to drop a coin in the slot, but it sticks to your hand. The bus driver has to pull it away from your skin. You have a growing suspicion that you know what the side effect of the magnetron treatment will be. When you, st- when you find yourself stuck to the metal seat at your stop, you're sure. The magnetron restored you to your normal size all right, but it also changed your magnetic field. Somehow... It's turned you what? into a human magnet. This sounds Fucking awesome. Magneto. We're Magneto. We're Magneto. Metal is now attracted to you. As you stroll home from the bus stop, metal objects a jump off the sidewalk. A thousand knives fly out of the air. <laughs> <at you. laughs> 
Uh, Metal objects jump off the sidewalk onto your legs. Parking meters and lampposts bend in your direction as you walk by. You look as if they are bow. They look as if if they are bowing. This is kind of cool, you think. I am God. (laughs) You turn to face a bent-over lamppost. I am the great magnetron, you announce the grand voice. Ruler of all I see. You can have some fun with this. Do you head straight home? Turn page 53. Wait, wait, where else does the story go? I thought for sure that was the end. Or if I you want so to too. see what other magnet magnetic possibilities you have, go to one thing. How would we go, why would we go home? We definitely wait. Your choice. Go, no, no, I want to go home. Give yourself you go go home? And I want to give you yourself it. goosebumps. What's our, what's our boy, our Barney? I want to beat Barney the fuck up with some, oh, with some metal, dude. Idea. All right, let's go, let's go fucking kill Barney. You decide to head straight home. It's been a long day. You don't need anything else exciting happening to you. I disagree with this. On choice. your way home, you pass by a payphone. <laughs> clank, chink, clank, clank. You find yourself covered in coins. By the time you've reached your uncle's house... $73 and change is stuck oh, all your money. The extra money could come in handy, you think. That's a million dollars to kids. If anyone asks where you got it, you'll say you just found some extra change in your pocket pockets, in your shirt, in your socks. Everywhere. On your elbow, <laughs> on your knees. The end. Hey! Dude, we can buy we can buy a Sega game and four action oh, figures okay. with that money. So we didn't even go home though, and like we didn't do anything to, to beat up Barney? Well, the thing is, is that uh, money is not magnetic. Hey, you're How right. You know? How do you know that? Because you could, you could try <laughs> and, right? Maybe, wait, is it? I thought it's not. I mean, dollar bills aren't, but like coins. Uh, maybe they are. I don't I think so. I was having say, this problem. Yeah, they're magnetic. If yeah. you're are making, they? Can, we it, cut, can we cut that? No, no, we're leaving this in. Science question. I don't know. I haven't played with magnets. Well, no, they're like, they're nickel coated, right? Is the most so? Here's the thing. I hear Paul. Paul googling. Paul's I'm googling. googling. So if you're so magnetically strong that you're pulling light posts to you, those coins would be rocketing towards you like bullets. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're not magnetic. Yeah. So they're not magnetic. Yeah, right. Good call. No. Because if, if, if they were, you could use it to. There'd be a lot of fuckery going on. But you could use the magnetic powers to steal car keys, um, erase computer hard drives. Mm. You would be an awesome government agent. You would. This is probably the best or a really bad one. It's like, could you hold this drive for a second? (laughs) (laughs) They call you the scrambler. They just drop you off in Russia and have you just walk through like a tour of the government building. No, they don't even drop you off. You're just flying up uh, suspended from a helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) They just fly overhead. Get them. Get them. Super magnetron. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the best possible ending we could ever have. Wait, I kind of know what happens if. So th- that's if our canon off, ending. It's also an ending. Hold on. Well, no, we I, I, fucking, can I read you I, the other option? Yeah, let's hear oh, it. Sure. Yeah. I wonder what happens with the laser, but tell us what happens if we go off for like magnet powers. This magnetism might not be so bad, you think. Maybe the summer won't be so boring after all. As you walk down the street, you pretend you are a magnetic superhero. Every time you pass a metal pole, you act as if you are commanding Great. to bow to Awesome. You. That's if really cool. If only Barney and Dora were metal robots, you think. <laughs> I'd have it made. What? You think about how you could take advantage of your new magnetic power. Suddenly, you hear a strange sound. It almost sounds like a roaring ocean. You turn to see what could be making such a racket. You can't believe what you are seeing. Hundreds and hundreds of cans are flying in your direction. They look like a swarm of giant metal bees. Oh, no. They soar over a high cement wall heading right your way. You glance at the sign on the wall. 
Fiskville Recycling Center. <laughs> you are about to be crushed under thousands of pounds of recycled cans, thanks to your magnetic personality. Okay, that one's kind of fun. I think we could have learned how to repulse them, but whatever. Sure. Let's go back to the laser. Yeah, let's go to the the laser. laser. We don't have to go through all these. Also cans, aluminum cans, not magnetic. Yeah, wait, yeah. Are they not? I don't know about that one. I'm pretty sure aluminum cans. If you want to get horrific with it, have them go by like a smelting factory and have like liquid metal come boiling boiling out towards you. That'd be... Horrifying. Yeah, it'd be bad. Uh, yeah, let's let's at least see what the laser did. Strong did. magnetic fields. In strong magnetic fields, aluminum can become magnetic. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, okay. if you're strong enough, Dom, would you mind going back to the laser real quick? Let's um, laser it up. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up some endings too. I want to see some what some of the yeah. Real bad I, I'm I'm, accept, I'm down to accept that as our canon ending. That we Wait, look, we like, aced it. That so, was like the best uh, case I think it could possibly be. You guys also had a chance to go to an Arnold's reducing spa. A what? You could, you could oh, have sorry, went to what? a reducing machine <laughs> or a steam room. Oh, okay. So wait, would that would that make us smaller? That was another route. I wonder if that was, was the that, other bus. Yeah, I was gonna say, was that pre being small? Okay, I'm I'm looking this up. If we had eaten the cake, we would have gotten bigger. Uh, so you were right. It was a fucking. It was just Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland thing. Be- going big would have been interesting, but I. Uh, so I'm I sure the like steamer would have been like shrink you down. Big was big as total monster blood. Yeah, here's the funny. I was looking at the trivia for this on the Goosebumps wiki, and it goes, "This book is probably an homage to the Monster Blood books, oh, or no i.e. just a ripoff of Monster Blood." Yeah, well, the pr- it's called "Beware the Purple Peanut Butter," but not "Beware the Old Chocolate Cake." Yeah. And why is the chocolate cake just old chocolate cake? Is there any canon explanation of why there's like evil chocolate cake? I'm looking this up. Chocolate. Oh. One of the youngest Monster Blood characters, Evan Ross's cousin Kermit, is referred to as an adult in this book. What? Wait, wait, say that again. One of the youngest Monster Blood characters, Evan Ross's cousin Kermit, is referred to as an adult in this book. So this is so far removed from Monster Blood. Monster Blood Industries has been producing all types of crazy shit. Oh, okay, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Considering this and the previous fact, it's most likely that the third solution in the ending of Monster Blood 3 might be connected to or implied to be the perfect <gasps> peanut butter. We got to get the Monster Blood 3. We haven't even gotten there yet. Wait, I don't even understand what it means for the third solution. I don't even know what that, uh, don't, that means. Don't, don't look into it, Chad. We need to save yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like the idea of solutions. Okay. What happens if you get shot with a laser? Yeah, well, all right, let's see. Let's, Did let's they start see. doing Encyclopedia Brown shit at the end of Goosebumps at some point? What does that mean? Like where you would have a, like solutions, like, like riddles oh. to solve. Oh, maybe. I wouldn't oh, be surprised shit, if there was some. Yeah, that's I awesome. I can't find a single thing on the wiki about what the laser did. Uh, um, go, 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 go. All right, what are you looking for? Just going through different possible endings, the bad endings. Um, is, yeah, it seems like a lot of these are just based on you being giant. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. There's uh, two great ones here, Chad. Yeah, Stuck sure, inside go. the refrigerator until you die. One, oh, that's yep, just, just one. Ble- just bleak and dark, yeah. And it is implied you were destroyed by the mouse, which I love that out of context. I bet if we had went into that <laughs> other room or something, it would either have been a different weird scientist or a mouse. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the great thing about that sentence. It is implied that you were destroyed by yeah, the mouse. Yeah, not, not just not like eaten. killed. Like, well, then uh, then there's no way to play it because a couple endings down on the wiki, it says the mouse decides to adopt you and places you alongside its children. What is this? What? Ha- why did we meet this mouse? It sounds magical. <laughs> uh, uh, what? 
Uh, when you one of these is uh, when your when your coin comes up the same way three times, you guide the popsicle stick as a boat. Oh, that's over one of those fun ones where you flip a coin and set oh. to do stuff. Yeah, there was a choice in here. Where you flip based a coin, your birthday. but then you realize the waterfall mm. was the main pipe to the sewage treatment plant. You're about to float into a grinder. Very dark. Very dark. Whoa! <laughs> the dolls in the dollhouse reveal that they can talk and move. You become the new Ooh. housekeeper for a doll oh, family in Dora's dollhouse. Ew. Oh, that's my, that's my biggest nightmare. Right there. That's um, oh. uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Um, do not like that. Uh, uh-huh. If you get shot with the laser, uh, Doctor Abbott also turns small. Wait, wait, wait. What? what? Yeah, did that's what happens. Wait, do you got to? Okay, did I you don't find understand. that, or did you did you read it in the book? I read it in the book. That's kind of cool. Okay, okay. Can we go back? But why? A little further to where we chose the the room that we went to in the physics building. Oh, you want to know what's in you want to know what's in that that room? I need to know what's in the I mystery box. I guarantee you now. it's mouse time. That janitor clearly is having his own adventures hunting mice all the time. Like You're he's right. in his own version oh. of mouse hunt. Oh, the room? Yeah, the room you want to check. Uh, yeah, yeah we'll why see you what the room was. You scurry into a nearby room. The, it's a broom closet filled with cleaning supplies. Mops and brooms hang on the wall. Yep. A pail that seems as big as a car sits on the shelf above you. You hear the janitor's footsteps. In there, the woman screams. I saw it go in there. Don't worry, the janitor's voice booms. I'll take care of it. The I'm going to fuck it up. You jump up and down, <laughs> waving your arms. I'm a kid, you shout as loud as you can. The fat janitor bends down and squints at you. Hey, he exclaims, you're not a mouse. You let out a huge sigh of relief. Finally, someone who can help you. The janitor picks you up and caref- uh, carefully by the collar and you're brings a you close to shit. Yeah, you're going, you're, close to his face. I'm putting you in my butthole. I don't believe my eyes, he mutters. You're a... You're a... You watch the janitor's huge eyes roll up into his head seconds before he faints. He drops you onto the ground. Too bad you don't have long enough. You, too what? bad you don't have enough time to scramble out of the way. Splat. You've come to the very flat. That's the worst thing. What? The janitor fates and falls. On That's you. the least <laughs> interesting thing. You told me a janitor can't handle a little boy. Uh, I, I, I don't know what this ending means, but there's some character named Effie that has a bunch of stuff. But oh, that's the name of the bakery. Oh yeah, Effie's oh, Bakery. Oh, so if you go, oh okay. If you eat it, if you eat it, I'm sure you're like, wait, the bakery. Yeah, and you oh, go that's to the, interesting. Yeah. That's that story's a little interesting because it says Effie gives you two beakers of liquid. When you pick the purple liquid, you find out it was the wrong one because you become a gingerbread cookie. When you take the red liquid, you decide to vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, damn. oh. Uh, what a cr- what a weird book. Absolutely no explanations at all. I do like that. There's some sort of weird canon. Connection whether he meant to or not with Monster Blood. Yeah, because I because we haven't read Monster Blood through the. That means I would love to hear the the the, the context of why a Monster Blood character is referenced. But if he's an adult now, that means Monster Blood was in the past. This is like like Fast and the Furious Three is actually like later in the series. Yeah, Fast right. and the Furious. This would be like the Fast and the Furious Three where characters are older now, and somehow like someone made Monster Blood into a new scientific device. They've like weaponized it. Who are knows? We, we're not that far off from Monster Blood Three, right? Are, are, it's soon. It's pretty We've soon. Got I, Phantom of the Auditorium. Yeah, uh, it's a little ways, guys. Oh wait, okay. So we got, fan, yeah, we, we're like six or seven books out. 
We'll be, right. there, we'll be there looking to split, and we we'll can be talk there about by Halloween. Oh, spooky. Uh, we're coming up on a night in Terror Tower, which is one that I remember reading as a kid. I never read it, but the cover was cool. Is it the one with like the, the, the man with a, a hood oh, and yeah. an axe? An yeah. axe, yeah. Like an actual real-world threat? Yes. A real deadly man, <laughs> yeah. I would say this is probably one of the better give-yourself-goosebumps that we've read. It had immediate choices yes. and actions and reactions and like there wasn't a lot of like your cousin keeps singing do you want to follow your <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I, I i so badly want to know the story though i obviously like effie runs some sort of like science bakery or something <laughs> yeah, i guess right, right and and the parents just bought it and left it in there and never ate it Maybe everyone in town knows it turns you giant and just he didn't know. Right. Well, Effie, well, I, Effie's a food warlock, yeah. Yes. I think I think it's that food in the basement is from the old owners of the house. Oh, oh interesting. Oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they haven't cleaned that's it out That's yet. what they implied, yeah. Okay. They were like, don't go down there. Pervert stuff is down there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it would have been interesting to like, if you had gotten to meet Effie or something, she's like, oh yeah, I used to live in that house. That was my first experiment. Yeah, that cake, and also the problem. Cool. And, and I just moved. And I just moved. <laughs> I, oh, my business is booming. I'm hey, gonna be on Shark Tank. Hey, can I get all my furniture back? <laughs> you what? <laughs> uh, I yeah, I enjoyed this one. Really weird. I I feel dumb that I didn't realize that purple peanut butter was purple peanut butter. I thought it was just like yeah, jelly. Wait, what? I don't know. I just I just thought the title meant like peanut butter and jelly sandwich because all peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are purple peanut butter. Hmm. I mean, you're not wrong. No. Also, maybe I'm just a poor kid that always ate that purple peanut butter. Uh, that goop? That goop. That delicious oh, goop. I feel really dumb. Even when I had hot lunches, I would trade my hot lunch for that, that goop to other Chad, kids. it sounds uh, like it was delicious. I haven't had P- PB&J in a minute. Dude, it's so good. It is It so is good. real good. Whew. I think we should make some after this. You want to make like three sandwiches? I want in and out honestly. I always want in and out. Damn, don't talk about that while I'm on here. Oh, you made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys got uh, whatever, uh, five guys. No, we have nothing, Chad. We have nothing. <laughs> Wawa is shit now. Yeah, it they sucks. changed their they changed their meats and they changed the bread. Really? Yeah. It's not as good. It's not it's as not good as it was. This podcast has been brought to you by In and Out. Sponsor of Goosebump Podcasts and Vaguely Christian Themes. This <laughs> podcast has been brought to you by CoffeeJr.com. <laughs> and Goosebuds Patriots. <laughs> that's a great. Let's wrap this up. Uh, that's been another great episode of Adventure. Uh, give yourself goosebumps. I had uh, a blast. I, I, had a, I had a good time. Yeah. Tom, thank you so much for DMing. That was, oh, thank you. That was a great one. We'll have uh, another Give Yourself Goosebumps adventure soon. Uh, if you want to vote on our books, you can go to uh, Patreon, where not only can you vote on which books we read, uh, we also only have... Only if you ex- pay us money. Only if you only. pay us that money. Uh, it goes to good causes and covering the expenses of this uh, podcast. Let's, let's make more episodes. And our in and out. And our in and out. <laughs> a boy's got to eat. We eat frugally at in and out. It's only $4. Guys, someone buy a milkshake for me there and drink drink it and think about it. And we'll pour it in the cement a little bit on the cement in memory. A little bit, but then drink the rest of it. Oh yeah, you know that. Uh, You can go to patreon.com slash goosebuds. Not only can you vote on books, you can also uh, get exclusive bonus content. Uh, Dom and I just watched uh, several episodes of Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Three episodes. Three episodes. uh, Where the little boy. The crossover episodes with the masked writer, a.k.a. Kamen Rider. And Boy was in some hot garbage. Just... 
I never realized, I mean, I didn't watch it, so maybe this is why I never realized, but that show is so bad. But maybe that's why I didn't watch it. It's such a but it's, bad it's, and crazy it's, show. It's really bad, but not only that, like, uh, Paul, I think you watched it a little bit of Power yes. Rangers. This was yeah. a, rare, a rare set of episodes where... Uh, you know, Power Rangers always worked where they took the uh, Super Sentai Japanese TV show footage and then just shot uh, like Western actors for the teenager stuff. For the, yeah, for the story. Yeah, this the epi- real story. This set of episodes, they clearly shot stuff with the Western actors in suit and costume and fighting because they were trying to do a spinoff for Common Rider. And so you're seeing Tommy like do stunts, and it's not good. Uh, oh, and, no. and Common Rider, the actor that they chose for it, has like the the whiniest little voice. It's like no kidding. There's like a reason a why no kids off. liked Masked Rider spinoff in um, the U.S. It's something we do once a month for the $5 level of the Goosebuds patrons. $5 or more, whatever you want to give. But the yeah. $5 level gets you in. Uh, it is essentially a whole nother show of us watching the craziest shit. Mostly yelling yeah. at things that are dumb. Yes. But uh, we got to find the, a way and, and, to teleconference me in for one of these. We're going to do it. At teleconference, Astro Project, we'll find some way to do it. Um, but you can, you can do that well. And it's again, that's patreon.com uh, slash Goosebuds. Thank you guys again so much for your support on there. Help me afford the regents to Astro Project <laughs> myself. Yes, to... <laughs> In and out with us. To in and out with us. Oh, that'd be super bonus. Um, you can also support our show uh, by going to our iTunes page and leaving a nice review. Please do that. It makes us happy. <laughs> uh, by the way, one more bad ending is uh, while in the sewer, a monster blood can floats by and you can decide to open it. However, it's empty and fills with sewer water until it sinks. <laughs> That's you so end intense. up drowning in the sewer, which is such a fuck you to like the fans of the book. Yeah, you just RL just threw a little kid in this face down in the sewer. Hey, little drown. kid, do you like Monster yeah. Blood? You read my books? Well, you died. Well, you die in dirty ass water. <laughs> you die in poop water. That's what you get. That's what I think of my readers. Never dream. Um, Paul, do you, got, you got some? Yeah, I got one. I got oh, one by Ark Nova. He says, spooky soulmate cast. So I was eating a big old bowl of my super strengthos and reading the latest X-Force yes. comic. Yes. When a thought made me sp- spit out my muscle milk in an egads moment. My lovely fiance and I have matching Goosebumps tattoos. Whoa. We've memorized every ap- episode of Fantasy Fiction. Our Patreon patron. Our Patreon patrons bought three Mickle Mouchers, worship syndication station, and have a foolproof plan to invite R.L. Stein, the master of horror, <laughs> to our wedding. Because seriously, what else would he, would he be busy with these days? My thought was to write a review, so I did that. Listen to Goosebuds, please. <laughs> Thank you for the nice Very review. Nice. I would love to see these Goosebumps tat- tattoos if they're, if, they're, if they're classy. If they're in a tasteful spot. If they're intimate spots for you and your lover, I understand. No high cabs. I'm not going above that. (laughs) That's a great review. I have a review from Cafe Americano 10 Centimeter. I know, it feels vaguely uh, erotic. Yeah. (laughs) A podcast that never gets old, five stars. This podcast is the best thing that has happened to me since the resurrection of my Apple Core wife. Goosebuds (laughs) is beyond funny, and I have listened to every episode at least three times. Thank oh, you so yeah. much. Nice. The Apple Core wife. Oh, oh that's a throwback. I forgot all these dumb things we've said on the show. Uh, I've also got a review here by Ack Wave, rocking along with the Lord Word and King Jelly Jam. I think he maybe meant to say Lord, Lord, Lord Worm. Worm. Yeah, Lord Worm. That's fine. Five stars. This podcast is a great, very hilarious and a great way to add a little amusement to your day. I write a little more, but I got to catch Jelly to the jamming. Can't wait to hear the culling subplot. 
and see the booby lookers first start <laughs> in the industry. What do we say on this podcast? I always like I vaguely remember like what dumb things have we said? Well, the booby looker is my story. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the kid from the comic book story. That's and I was right. thinking of the booby looker. I think yesterday. <laughs> the booby. I feel like doing this podcast is just blacking out for an hour and a half, and then later going like, "Oh God, I oh we did that." Well, you get uh, to listen to it again, and I for still t- for Paul and I, it's like. It's uh, it, did it even happen? <laughs> I still black it out. The mystery of goosebumps. But again, those reviews help us a ton. It moves us up the iTunes charts. Helps other people find the show. It's greatly appreciated. You can keep just make the jelly to the jamming. Keeps keep the, the jelly, jelly to the jamming. Uh, what else? By the way, uh, go again. Check out uh, Dom's new uh, page. Comfy Junior is it ComfyJunior.com? Yeah, C O M F Y J R dot com. Uh, comfy, junior. comfy junior. Go check out paperback paradise. Uh, ooh, Paul. I had to dig through my stock of books to find this. It was up in the attic. I accidentally put this book in. Oh, there. the copy of purple peanut butter. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Dom has it. It's authentically right here in front of us. Yes. Uh, Paul, do you want to plug, uh, Twitch? Uh, yeah, we've been streaming on, on our continue show, uh, Twitch stream. So you can catch that at twitch.com slash continue show. You can also follow us on Twitter where we'll, typically announce a couple hours before that we're going to be streaming if you want to find a good place to know about that uh so definitely follow us there because we're gonna be playing lots of games at continue show at continue show uh for twitter and you might see some familiar goose buddies on there occasionally yeah we might be popping down over there hey you know what uh i i need some twitch followers i'm getting that going come over to twitch.tv that, wait, Twitch. Wait, Twitch.tv. Yeah, yeah Twitch. It is. TV Did I say Twitch.com? No, I don't know. Uh, we're almost at a thousand followers, and guys, I have to wear some Tracer Overwatch tights when that happens. Oh I don't know, boy, that might make you want to not follow and subscribe. Huh. But come on by if that's your kind of jam. <laughs> yeah, this you, I you gotta see. This I gotta. See. I imagine Paul tipped his glasses down. With yeah, yeah. You went. Oh uh, yeah. You stream twice a week. You stream yep. on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Wednesdays so and Saturdays. People, eight. you listen to the show. You want to hang out with Chad? It's a great time. He plays games and makes jokes. Everything. And you guys That's have been on time. as well. Uh, and here's a great thing. Uh, our streams are typically Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Wednesday, could you could go right from a continue stream and you could lay you could lay down flat and just watch <laughs> and just watch our our voices go into you and, it. and absorb us and then chat will come right in right after we're done real run and train on you with the stream <laughs> it's Lay down gonna and take be our stream crazy uh i think that's plenty of stuff to plug uh guys i i love you both thanks for doing this wonderful thing with me i love you guys you hey. guys gave me goosebumps oh <laughs> this you guys were supposed us. to give yourself goosebumps oh you guys hey this part's for us guys thank you all right Just bye guys <laughs> love you this episode is brought to you by our wonderful patreon supporters we love you so very much including these beautiful people asim zaman Joke name with a meowmers in it. <laughs> Kale Clinton. SBS. Nicholas McCaskey. Fausto Hernandez. Stephen Kuwabara. Taylor, bring back old snickerdoodle Shedding. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Hopgood. I love that name. Yeah. That's great. Matthew Stevens. Fangirling with Mel. <laughs> Ryan Knocker. Also a great name. Yeah. Jennifer Britton. Eric England. Donko 8. 
Christopher Matilib. Bean Daddy Wolfkowski. <laughs> Best name so far. I don't know. Oh, wait, hold on. Danky McStanky. <laughs> August Cole. Paul Walker. Whoa, weird. Sarah Kim. <laughs> YT Chan. Zachary J. Boyce. Matt Flanagan. Jubs. <laughs> Grady Wakeman. He's woke. He's woke. The Rupal Productions. Mayor Negatorium. I think that's that's a curse by a witch that you're saying. God, I'm yeah, sorry, anyone I, that just died? <laughs> I, my fingernails are growing. <laughs> a book just opened itself in front of me, and it was just black, and it sucked me in. <laughs> weird, weird. Uh, Joshua Lopez. Matt Hinton. Jordan Winkleman. Scapoosh. <laughs> Hi, Raposo. Martin A. Macias. Daniel Kaleas. Jesse Flubber on VHS stage. Yeah. <laughs> Kenneth Tyler Burns. Madeline Volker. Jim Greaves. John Luke. Natu Pearl Henderson. Christopher Boyce. Hollis Hornbeak. Turtle Mansa. <laughs> Jeremy Stacy. Josh Ellen Bogan. Zachary James Boyce. That's the third Boyce. Walter Fraser. Wait, that's the same guy. Wait. Zachary James Boyce? Yes, yeah, it's, it's Zachary J. Boyce up there. And Zachary, hey. are you double pledging? Zachary. You hey. crazy, crazy man. You, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Fisk. Ford Theater Reunion. Sean Lyons. Cameron Murphy. Paul Grasso. Ben Abueller. Michael McDowell. Nick Hayes. David Cron. David Lee. Zang Keefe. Ryan Kolka. Sven Stormbeard. I'm a Kevin. Joshua P. Robertson. Tim I. Healy. Ed Burdick. David Cole. Alan M. K. Jenkins. Aaron Manchester. Mickey C. Dapio. James Romano Fernando Espindola Jared Mason Kevin Boucher Taylor Dierks Derek Dalton Jonas Blatterman Matt Sadler Grace Nichol <laughs> I just screamed Sadler Grace Nichol Nick Hinkle Benson P Brian Fernand Fred Atkins Glenn Eisenhuth Jacob Dow Will Scott Nathan Dolezal Clayton C John Jimco Mike Lanteri Kyla Tharp Buddy Morrell Chris Birch Joe Scott Lendl Martin John Keedy Ronald King Ryan Wade Zachary Lawson Keith, no nickname Robinson. Thank you all so very, very much, guys. We love you dearly. We dearly love you. Bye-bye. I love you. I love you so much. (laughs) 